The South Congress podcast is a lifestyle show that sometimes crosses over into mature territory. The views expressed are those of the hosts and guests who come from different backgrounds and experiences. Listener discretion is advised. This is South Congress podcast, episode 96. My name is Cameron. And I'm Tristan. We literally just finished watching Midsummer. Fuck that movie. Um... (laughs) So Peter I hate y'all. I hate every in. single one of you guys. He probably jumped in like a half hour, 45 minutes into it. So he just kind of missed the setup. Don't tell, matter. Tell him how much you like the movie. Oh, I hated it. I blame every single one of you out there. Y'all are the reason why people have fucked up mental health issues because y'all promote bullshit like that. I hate every single one of y'all. You hate you know what? horror movies? And you know what? No, that's, that's not a horror movie. That, that That's just a fucking... That has nothing to do with horror. That that's just cult bullshit. That's way out in left field. Remember you how we what? had a conversation um, about <clears throat> like, oh my, you know what? In 2020, I'm gonna use less words that I shouldn't use because reasons. And you just right out the gate, just going crazy with it. I never said that. Okay. Did I? Yeah, you did. When? When <laughs> you started to get exposed on social media. No, but this is bullshit. Uh, again, this is different. This is different. Uh, again, you're just. I'm, I'm not gonna jump in some like what I meant was I'm not gonna jump in just to do something. No, this is bullshit. I, I'm trying to I'm trying to defend people from having seen some horse shit like that. And you know what? If you actually like that, you can promote it. I hope someone puts you in a fucking bear suit one day and burns you alive. Well, I liked it. Um, of course you did because you have mental health issues. <laughs> if I actually had mental health issues, you do. But if I did, you do. If I do, you do. Why would you say that I did? Because you do. So like that. the movie upsetting you and saying it's the reason it causes things in people mm-hmm. caused you to point out a person's mental health issues. Yes. Because you promoted it. 2020 is going to be fun. Just fun, fun, hope, fun, 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 fun. I hope you enjoyed Peanut on these, you know, on as many episodes as you did. He's he's not going to make it to 102. Eh, um, if I do, which I'm going to. Unless if I get fired, then, you know, eh, whatever. Um, I'm just going to have some McDonald's fries on episode 103. I'm going to get a, what is it, a boat of fries or a, a, a fast food fries. Um, yeah. I was watching this thing out. yesterday where they said that McDonald's actually squeezes the bottom of the cup mm-hmm. when they put the fries in so as not to give you as many fries as they can. And you know what my response to that was? What? Why would you be mad at the people for doing that? Like, that literally means you're getting as many fries as you're supposed to. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not their obligation to to overload your fries. They give you as many fries as they... And they're somewhat saving your life. They're not <laughs> They getting... are actually promoting yes. wellness. <laughs> yes, they're promoting actual wellness. I don't see, I don't see uh, you know, vegans and sh- PETA doing shit like that. How's your new year been so far? It's been pretty good. Um, start back up school. That's about it. How about you? It's been cool. I I went back to work a few days before you did, but then went back to work a day later than you did. Because, what are you Reasons. touching? Your Black Panther sticker's all fucked up. Oh, yeah. I got, like, this sticker case, but I have to, like, really, like, press the stickers to put them on things. Yeah, I just um, fixed it for you. So, yeah, I took, I had to go back to work on the second and the third, but then I took the uh, the sixth off because Cedar. Was sky high, and let you guys know how bad it was. Um, we were gonna hang out with our buddy Chris on. Please don't pick up the stickers and play with them while we're doing the show. No, I'm just trying to figure um, out who. Never mind. 
Because <laughs> they're all anime, so it's hard to like figure out who they are. Um, no. I was going to be like, who to beat off to, but I was just kidding. Oh, my. I was just, I was, <laughs> I was just watching Grandma's Boy, as a matter of fact. Yeah, it was when dope. He's like, when the fake Laura Croft and he's beating me in the bathroom and then comes on the kid's mom. Yeah, um, that's dope. Good times. Legendary. So, oh, okay, okay. Cedar was so bad. Mm-hmm. We were supposed to go out Saturday night, uh, last Saturday, and I ended up not being able to go because I couldn't breathe. Then we met up Sunday. You stayed at brunch for 20 minutes, and you had to go home. I joined my most. I said, fuck this. Yeah, it was too much. Yep. And then the next night, um, I... Or, yeah, the next day, I called in. I was like, yo, I can't make it in. Like, I can't breathe. I was stuck in bed all day last Monday. So, it subsided a little bit. Um, So, Peanut and I went out uh, New Year's evening with friends Mm -hmm. to a dark circus. Um, do you want to tell the people about, about the dark circus, about your experience with the dark circus? Oh yeah, that was dope um, as fuck. It's called, um, Paranormal Cirque. Paranormal Cirque. Yeah. Um, so it's Cirque. 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 Yeah, C-I-R. No, it's Cirque. Okay, whatever. Oh my goodness. Do, they, do you teach history? No, I don't. Oh, okay. But I do have a minor in it. Well, can you get a bigger one? <laughs> no, so Cirque, C-I-R-Q-U-E. This works uh, paranormal just fine. Cirque. Thank you very much. And I think that, oh, God, I think <laughs> that they're already wrapped up their Austin portion of the show. But, yeah, follow them on, on Instagram to get their. They're uh, in San Antonio next. Okay. Yeah, follow them on Instagram to kind of get their um, their travel pattern. Um, or I guess their, yeah, their tour dates. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a really good time. You want to kind of explain what Paranormal Cirque was? It was pretty much um, legit horror like circus type shit like you know they were doing uh they had tricks little skit things like you know i guess or whatever whatever you call it and then they had like you know some uh, uh acrobatic type stuff it's pretty dope i liked it yeah well, um, was funny as fuck. it was yeah it's because we don't want to give too much away because they don't give too much away because they want people to be surprised when they go mm-hmm. but um yeah they do magic tricks and acrobatics and there's this one they have this uh like this machine that they built where it's kind of like uh a Ferris wheel, but there's just two big wheels and there's two guys on either side, both inside and running on top of it. It's the scariest thing I've ever seen without like the use of like a harness or anything. I also want to say they have the most beautiful dancer in the entire world. Oh, that vampire she, queen. Oh she can suck my, all the blood not, out of no, me. She wants. Queen, oh, but the, the black but she one. could. Oh yeah. Her too. Oh, oh my, my God. Goodness. They got, Oh my God. Ugh, and she didn't smile like not once. And that made it better. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, Paranormal Sark, you should go and then give her money and say it was from me. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Definitely made me inquire into zombie pussy. Oh, and when you say inquire, what do you mean? I mean, just kind of like wonder what that feels like. Oh, my God. Um, but, yeah, great show. Re- really fun yeah, to be it, at. It was really um, dope. So, yeah, outside of that, um, NFL playoffs have been kind of a big thing that we're going to get to a bit later. Mm-hmm. My, my biggest thoughts from last weekend, though, Josh Allen. <laughs> Josh Allen threw a 50-50 ball to a double-covered fullback. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what else to say. Like Houston, That's something you can say. That's Houston what he could did. have lost that game, but they also could not have lost that game. They should have lost that game. I feel bad that that touchdown was taken away. That was horseshit. Yeah, I, 
I don't want to get too into that. I understand why you're upset about it. I mm-hmm. hope you understand why people are not. But I understand where you're coming from. Yeah. Um, if I if I would have been the coach, I referee would have died that night. Please don't at care that referees. moment. Um, Somebody would have died that night. But okay, let's let's talk serious stuff, and then we'll mm-hmm. get into the fun stuff. Mm-hmm. World War Three, um, <laughs> and not so the like, WCW. Yeah. So like two days after you know New Year's, like we're still riding high on Christmas break. Yeah, Trump just decides to kill the equivalent of the vice president in Iran, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Yo, you can't do that." And he's like, "No, nah, but I can though." And then they're over there. They're sending missiles to bases, and they're pretty much hijacking planes and running them into the dirt like we still got people over there do you think that and the memes were hilarious by the way i just want to say like i love that as americans and particularly as black people we have found a way to make light of some of the harshest situations and that's how we deal with stress and and so like i appreciate that but uh yeah it's, it's serious business right now man it's, it's like real serious over there now. Um, people are nervous about getting drafted and, you know, people who signed up are like, this isn't what I signed up for, which is fair. I, I get it. Like, uh, you knew the game, though, when you signed up. I come from a long line of both, you know, officers and COs. Um, and listen, not listen. I come from a long, a long military family, right? Mm-hmm. I can't pretend like the military isn't that big dangling carrot that the American government puts in front of people who come from low income backgrounds. Oh, absolutely! Like it's that you know. So when we have people in power, like, oh, I want to go to war. Like, bitch, you ain't never been to war. Trump said he had bone spurs, and all he want to do is walk around. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, it's rough for me. Um, and it's also their kids that aren't going either. Yeah, exactly. And Which I like to refer yeah. to, um, you know, to Ashley and Jana when it comes to processing politics. Mm-hmm. But I can say this. We over there fucking up. We need to leave people to fuck alone. Yeah. Because we're going to mess around and build like a big coalition between all the countries that don't fuck with us. Then we're not going to be able to move. Um, so I hope that. And even Iran was like, yo, we really not trying to do this war shit. Like, we, we trying to be cool. Like, please let us be cool. So please let them be cool, because I don't want that smoke. I feel like maybe to make things even, you know what? Since that's kind of like their vice president, chill out, <laughs> chill out, chill out. Just be cool. I know what okay. you're saying. Everybody knows what you're saying, but be cool. Well, y'all, y'all know what I'm about we, to say. We gotta protect the money, okay? Um, <laughs> what money? I'm not getting money. Oh, I gotta protect the money. Yeah. Y'all hear this shit? Um, okay. So Don't speaking get a of fucking happy meal out of this. Wow. Um, with two fries in it that we're going to squeeze the bottom of the box. On. <laughs> um, so one thing that you wanted to talk about was Oprah 50 cent, mm-hmm. the game and Russell Simmons. Yeah. You want to introduce that story? Yeah. So, uh, Oprah was, for those who don't know, she was a part of a documentary that was, um, it was a me too documentary about Russell Simmons, about him, um, Allegedly sexually assaulting somebody, okay? And she was a part of it. She was going to produce it, uh, be an executive producer, I'm sorry. It was going to be on Apple TV. 50 Cent and the game, I guess, recently called her out and were like, yo, like, okay, that's good that you're telling these stories, which is great, but why are you only attacking black men? You didn't go after, you're not, you didn't go after Harvey uh, 
Weinstein or Jeffrey Epstein or you know Epstein whatever you're not going after them you're not targeting white people why are you only targeting black men like both of them pretty much you know in a way said that mm-hmm. now all of a sudden Oprah's decided that she's dropping out of being the executive producer mm-hmm. of that documentary and it's no longer going to go to Apple TV hmm. my stance on this stuff is always rapists are bad Mm-hmm. You know sure. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, absolutely. I, I understand why 50 Cent, why a game, why people on social media are always like, oh, um, they, you know, such and such. Harvey Weinstein didn't do a day in jail, but Bill Cosby's under the jail. And my response is always, man, fuck Bill Cosby. Like, I, I understand where it comes from. Like, I get yep. it. Um, and, and Oprah, I think it's a bit different when you are. Oprah has the collateral and the clout to do this with anyone. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. she could. She very well could have said, we're going to make this about more than just Russell Simmons. Um, I don't think it's about Russell Simmons being black, but I also think that she went about it the right way in that if her next move is, okay, let's get them all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it, it does look bad that that somebody who would be considered more her peer, um, like the same people who are looking at Oprah of that age group mm-hmm. also look at Russell Simmons as that guy. You know what I mean? So, so I get where it all happened. <clears throat> I think that her statement should have been, um, I'm going to continue to executive produce this and let's go get one of these crackers. Yeah. No, no. Her thing was she dropped it and she said, um, but her thing is like, you know, su- supporting the people that mm-hmm. are going through it. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, wh- whoever, um, whoever's is going to be about, I guess, telling their story. Like, mm-hmm. she's like, yeah, like they need to have their story told. And that's pretty much all she said was like, you know, I'll no longer be executive producing it. However, these stories do need to be told. And by the way, this will no longer be on Apple TV. Like, that's pretty much all she said. Whereas, like I said, you know, 50 Cent and uh, The Game, they were upset because, like, she helped, I guess, with that shit to do with uh, uh, who this one and then the Michael Jackson one. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously, like, you know, the, the, that one really got on a lot of people's nerves. And, I, you know, honestly, I don't think a lot of people watched it. Oh, uh, no, a lot of people watched it. A lot of people decided that what was being presented wasn't actually evidence. Yeah. That's what happened with that one. Mm Mm-hmm. I can see that, but... But, yeah, I I mean, like I said, it was just... uh, Yeah, I I think you nailed it correctly. She sort of said, like, you know, I'm still going to do this, but let's get everybody, you know, kind of thing. And I don't know, like, to you, do you feel like it kind of looks worse that she just all of a sudden is just dropping out and just kind of leaving it be kind of thing? I think so. Because I think that, I think Oprah's also protecting the money. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think that Oprah, like, even though I think the same people who look at Oprah look at Russell Simmons, I don't think that, I think it's worse for Oprah to go after some of these people she's not executive producing documentaries on. Like, I that part, I, I do get, you know? So, um, I'm not one to tell you what to do with your money, mm-hmm. but again, I do feel <clears throat> like the answer to what they're saying would have been to be like, yeah, um, I'm going to get him and I'm going to get somebody else to to appease that if that's how she felt. Yeah. Funny enough, this is when it kind of transitions to the next thing I want to talk about, mm-hmm. which is Australia. Australia is on fire. Good. Well, stop, not really. Stop. I know. I'm just Don't kidding. Well, just because everything there can fucking kill you, like a fly could probably kill you. Yeah, but the little koalas and and the the, Man, the kangaroos they can kill you. 
kangaroo kick you in the nuts and that'll be it. Sure. I mean, you know, Banner got 15 bodies right now. It happens. <laughs> but but you know what I mean? Um, so the, it's an island in and of itself on fire. Like, yeah. Like That's houses crazy. and people and animals. I think they said one billion animals are like dying or dead. And of course, when you say one billion animals, you're talking about like a fucking 50,000 crabs that happen to be on one rock. But I'm not, I'm not dismissing yeah, exactly. crabs. Crabs are fucking delicious. But uh, Maryland crab cakes are yeah, delicious. But, but, but in all seriousness, like it's a real epidemic over there. Mm-hmm. And people were getting on the Kardashians. Because they were like, yo. Because the Kardashians are like, well, here's ways that you can help you know, Australia. And they're like, bitch, if you don't send $15 million that you just have laying around over there... <laughs> And they were like, they were like, yo, like y'all can't ask us about our money like that. Like we're doing things to help. But then somebody was asking them about food, and they showed a big ass food pantry. And it's like, like you said, people do tend to get a little selective mm-hmm. about what they want you to know. And, and granted, they might have given who knows how much money over there that they're not going to show a receipt on because they don't pay no damn taxes. But yeah, um, yeah, it is that thing where. People who are looked at as being of a certain status or a certain stature, a lot is expected of them. In a lot of cases, they do the thing where they're like, hey, guys, let's all help. It's like, no, motherfucker, you help. Let me pay my rent (laughs) that I'm barely (laughs) getting by on. And you give away that money that you were going to spend on buttered scones or whatever the fuck it is you eat. You know what I'm saying? Um, Peanut, how are we going to help Australia? I'm going to quote the late, great ODB. Nothing. Wow. Um, but I do encourage you. Yeah, like, we, if we this definitely is, do. If this is the kind of thing that you do, and not you being Peanut, you yeah. being the guys listening, mm-hmm. uh, if this is the kind of thing you do, you can find it in your heart and in your pocketbook to spare some money for the, the people and the koalas. Make that happen. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, so let's let's talk about the NFL playoffs a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, like the big, big matchup is tomorrow. But just a few notes, like, you know, we have a very good chance of having two black quarterbacks in the Super Bowl. Pretty excited about that. Um, now, I'm not the person who says because a team has a black quarterback that you root against the other team because there's a, a lot of black people that are being employed. Think about the black quarterback, and you know this as a coach. The black quarterback is hard to... Like, it's such a long conversation that I don't want to get to, but they said niggas couldn't play quarterback forever, right? Oh, yeah. They, they weren't they, smart they, enough. They couldn't process information. They couldn't, couldn't handle the pressure. Defenses. Yeah, yeah, that, all, all that, all that yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So for years and years and years, you dealt with that. So whenever you got a Warren Moon, whenever you got a Randall Cunningham, whenever you got a Donovan McNabb, whenever James you got Harrison. a Cam Newton, you would always – like we felt protective over them. Like we had to – and of course, Vince Young, my guy, right? Mm-hmm. We had to defend them at every turn because the criticism of them was not the same as a criticism of other guys. How many times have you heard Josh Allen called dumb in the last week? Never. Yeah. He wasn't dumb. He was just crazy athletic and he was taking a risk and he was a gunslinger and he was letting it all hang out. No, he was absolutely rattled. Like, if you look at that game. Like from he was the, making shit up. If you look from, from like literally the second half and on, it's mainly the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Which, like you said, right? When, halftime when, when and they, on. Yep. When they zoomed in on him, he looked petrified. He looked lost. He looked like 
somebody who's losing their virginity for the very first time. Mm-hmm. Like he was just out there. Like I'm, I'm looking at this shit, and I'm like, he is going to fuck this up some way, mm-hmm. somehow. Like he's going to, you know. Unfortunately, like that, that's what's gonna happen. It's like he's gonna fuck up some way, somehow. Maybe not necessarily. He might throw a pick, mm-hmm. but something's gonna happen to where it's just gonna fuck up, and you know, it's gonna be out of his control. I, I legit thought for one minute. He was playing NCAA, and he had, like, like the receivers that had the squiggle lines yeah. and shit. Like, he was rattled. He yeah. had that vision. Like, it was just bad. And, and what's crazy is he would make, like, two bonehead plays, and then mm-hmm. on third down would just hit. And then two more bonehead plays, and on third down would hit. Like, yeah. eventually. The, His receivers the, bailed him out. The mojo had to run out. Yeah. It had to. And it did. The, um, those receivers yeah. played their ass off that yeah. second half because, like, they bailed his ass off. The old yeah. line didn't help for shit. Fuck that old that line didn't. Didn't help his cause. Like literally, he had a split second to throw that, get rid of that ball. And then Deshaun Watson with just that fantastic play, which wasn't just him breaking those two tackles. It was also him knowing that he couldn't go to Hopkins, knowing he had to wait for the hot route. Um, just a lot of really good things. I was so um, mad at that. You had to be. It I was, was ridiculous. No, no. I mean, I, I was just mad. I mean, I knew he was going to do that, but I was just so mad that that those two uh, defenders did not wrap up. The one thing, like football one on one, when it comes to defense, is wrapping up. These motherfuckers want to want to uh, toggle, uh, hit R three, push it in, and do a goddamn hit stick. That's what happens. It's unfortunate. They wrap up. That game could could have gone differently for the Bills. Mm-hmm. So let's 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 go there. Mm-hmm. Um, this afternoon, because this of course comes out Monday, so by the time you guys talk to us, we will have been right or have been wrong. Um, Vikings at the 49ers. San Francisco's a seven-point favorite. Who wins that game? I'm going to say the 49ers are probably going to win that. Um, I, I just, well, fuck, I don't know. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo is better than Drew Brees, and yes. I mean that. And I don't mean Drew Brees all time. I mean Drew Brees in 2019, in 2020. 2020 Drew yeah. Brees is washed. That's what I was trying to tell somebody yeah. um, this week, and they were like, uh, "He just, but he just set records." I go, "That don't mean shit." I go, "Yeah, he broke the record." No, he set yeah, the records, you know, but- you know how you set records by being around for a long time. Yeah, and not that he wasn't great for a long time, but you end up setting the record mm-hmm. five or three years after you should have set it because you have been amazing watched. receivers with and you. You also have the best receiver in the league, maybe, in Michael Thomas. Yeah, um, yeah. So he's washed. Like they couldn't throw the ball downfield. They had to bring mm-hmm. in Taysom Hill to throw the ball. Mm-hmm. It's like. Drew Brees is washed. And there's nothing wrong with being washed. You've been good at your job for damn near 15 years. All I got to say is Teddy Bridgewater would not have fumbled that ball. Nope. Um, so I'm also going to say the 49ers in that. I mean, I want the Vikings to win, but I know. I, I know. I don't trust Kirk Cousins. Um, and I think that that defense is good enough to hold up. Um, and, I, yeah, I just think that a, a week rested with as good as that defense is, with all the plays that they can make on offense, mm-hmm. um, doing all that gadget stuff. Um, I like San Francisco. Yeah, I, I mean, for this game, yeah. I mean, like I said, I hope the Vikings can pull it out. But I don't know. Like, to me, with the 49ers, I kind of feel like they're the NFL Clemson. What does that mean? Like, even though they dominated the season, they did a hell of a job, they, they weren't really impressive at the same time. Like, okay. Like, I, I kinda, like, even though Clemson dominated the season, they weren't really impressive. Like, that makes sense. I found San Francisco very impressive. But I also think that... What I found impressive mm-hmm. was how good their defense was. Yeah. So, I mean, so, they, so I hear what you're saying. Like yeah. they weren't blowing people out, blowing the doors off people on offense. And then when they got in there against both games against Seattle were close. And I think that top to bottom, outside of Russell Wilson, I pretty much feel like San Francisco's more talented. So 
I, I, I would still take Seattle if they met again. Mm-hmm. Um, but I hear what you're saying. Like, I think that defense is very impressive, and impressive defenses don't necessarily trump great offenses yep. or great quarterbacks. And I think if they win this game, either way, they're facing a great quarterback next round and after. Yeah, um, a smart quarterback. Yeah. So, Titans at the Ravens. The thing that the Titans do so well, like you watch that Patriots game. We didn't even talk about Tom Brady being absolutely washed. Like if Drew Brees is washed, Tom Brady is washed, dried, hanged, folded, put away. Not even pressed. Back in a suitcase, sent across the country, lost in the mail. (laughs) That boy is done. You know, and they're like, oh, his receivers weren't that good. I was watching him throw the ball. I saw it go into the dirt or whiz by somebody. Tom Brady's washed. He still has pretty good receivers. Yeah, he's washed. Yeah. He's washed. And so, he had a good line. But yeah, but Derrick Henry was just running the shit out of that football. There's oh nothing they could do. That was, Ryan a, that was a monster. Yeah, Ryan Tannehill was competent, and that's really all you need him to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I... I I can't see them beating the, the Ravens, though. The, the defense, yeah. They played fundamental football. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they played smart fundamental football. But, yeah. It, I, I could play fundamental football, too, if I wasn't worried about the ball going downfield. But, <laughs> but yeah. But, no, they played well. Like, it's not even to take away from them. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see them doing anything with Lamar Jackson, though. Like... If he if he gets going early, yeah, it's a wrap. If he gets going but late, it, it's, if, a, it's a wrap. I don't... You, you're telling me that you think a 9-17 and 17 mm-hmm. is going to beat the league MVP... After a bye week at home, if they're firing off all cylinders, I mean, if they can, if they, don't, if they don't can use take platitudes. away, no, no, if, <laughs> if, if they can take away his running ability, yeah, absolutely. Who is taking away his running ability? I don't know. That's the thing. Like I said, the whole like, de- the whole defense, like it won't be yeah. one person. And this was my it's thing. It's gonna be all eleven playing together. Yeah, this was my thing. I don't think that Lamar Jackson is the best football player to ever live because mm-hmm. nobody is right, but. I also don't think that the thing that he does, mm-hmm. I don't think you can figure it out the first year that it works. You know what I mean? Like, remember when RG3 was running crazy? Mm-hmm. They only lost to Seattle that year because his leg was spaghetti. Right? Yeah. That's the only reason they lost that game. Um, the first year, the first two years that Chip Kelly was running the Philly offense, they, nobody could do anything with it until they figured it out. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that this is still too new for a nine and seven wild card team to do anything with that defense. You talk about defense being good. The Baltimore defense is stellar. Yeah, they are. You know, anchored by you know our man uh, Earl Thomas. Like mm-hmm. they can run the ball with the best of them without Lamar Jackson. He can throw that ball to Hollywood. Like, and they got that big tight end. I like Tennessee. I like what they did last week. Yeah, but I don't think they win. I don't either. think they have a shot. No, they're a ten point dog. Nobody's but, overcoming that in the pros. Yeah, but you can never count out Mike Vrabel. <laughs> Mike Vrabel, like, coached a hell of a game last week. He's coached a hell of a season. I loved how um, he flipped Belichick's own bullshit onto him. You put all those dumbass timeouts and penalties. You yep. took like eight false starts in different ways. Yep. <laughs> that was uh, pretty all good. The, all the delay of games and kept kept the clock going. And, and the biggest Literally thing. Literally took like, off two and a half minutes. I hate when somebody says like, we didn't lose the game. Or we didn't, they didn't win the game. Uh, we lost the game. Like, I hate that idea. Mm-hmm. But I will say this. He understood that all they had to do was outlast the Patriots. Not beat them, outlast them. And he did a hell of a job of it, yep. running that clock down. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, they're going to get drummed tonight. Um, tomorrow, Texans at Chiefs. The Chiefs. Chiefs. The Chiefs are not what they were. 
um, because they don't, don't have matter. Kareem Jackson. Um, is it Kareem Jackson? Kareem Hunt. Kareem I'm sorry. Hunt, yeah. They'll it, be all right. It don't matter. Yeah, it, it don't matter. matter. It's the like, fucking I Texans. Hate, listen, I hate J.J. Watt. I hate J.J. Watt. MAGA Watt. J.J. Watt. And I don't, it's not his fault I hate him. But it was like J.J. Watt made <clears> one play, and all they talked about for the next half hour was the one play J.J. Watt made. How it sparked everybody. No, everybody else is out there playing football. They're all playing. <laughs> and it is where we talked about where I mentioned how J.J. Watt is literally like the John Cena of the NFL. <laughs> like, you just fucking hate him because he's just so annoying. <laughs> like, you're just tired of seeing him. You're tired, you know, being celebrated for, like, mid-shit. And you're just like, really? Like, he gets all the credit for everything, has a whole fucking team, has a whole quarterback who's carried that whole goddamn team. While he's been out yes. being old. Yes. Yeah. Um, but no, they, you know, this ain't their week, Jack. Um, no. Pat Mahomes going to throw that ball all over the field. Yes. Um, I think that defense is good enough to kind of hold them, you know, in check. Um, yeah. And then after that happens, uh, J.J. Watt, you can go look for the for that $30, $40 million that, that you owe still the city of Houston. <laughs> Somebody tell J.J. Some Watt, time. we want our money back. <laughs> um, okay, in the last game, a game I'm looking forward to the most, mm-hmm. Seattle at Green Bay. Um, my favorite two quarterbacks to watch. Like, much as I love Lamar Jackson, much as I love Pat Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson, boy. I like watching them boys work, man. Um, I'd love to see Aaron Rodgers get another Super Bowl. Mm. I think Seattle's going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, and I think the only way to do that is to win here. Um, you know, I like Marshawn Lynch being back. If anything, just them having somebody who knows the playbook running the ball. They just need to establish that they can run. Um, I, I don't think that Aaron Rodgers is not Aaron Rodgers the two three years ago. As good as he still is, yeah. Um, you know, you can only play at that level for so long. I think Russell Wilson is damn in his prime and ain't going anywhere for a while. You know, DK Metcalf has come along. Remember the beginning of the season, I was a big one. Like, yo, this kid's never even played ball. How who, who, how does anybody know what he's going to be? And I even tweeted out, when do we know he's going to be any good? You know, when we knew week one, <laughs> week one. Well, no, no, that's that's when someone asked, like, who's going to stop you? You said the same guy who stopped him in college mm-hmm. type and, shit yeah. and shh, and guess what he's a metahuman goddamn he is very very good yeah. um i you know I me mean, i don't have a problem when i'm wrong i was wrong about that one and mm-hmm. he looks great um yeah monster moving like that what in the world uh but yeah definitely I, I got think, one of the monsters from space jam i think they got it and i think we get whose talent did he take yeah, right uh <laughs> a bulldozer yeah i think that we have um San Francisco, Seattle, three uh, next week. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so we'll see how right we are uh, when the week comes up. Let's talk really quick. Let's see. Sticking with the NFL. Let's talk about the Rooney Rule. Oh. So, um, your Dallas Cowboys have a new coach. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel about Mike McCarthy? You want to, any quick I, thoughts? I don't like it at all. I feel like it's a lateral move. I don't. I feel like who who is it? Um, All you're getting it is one guy. You just traded out one guy who supposedly was an offense genius for a guy who uh, apparently is one too. Except this one, I just I only feel like, I feel like Mike McCarthy's going to give Jerry Jones a hell of a lot more headaches than Jason Garrett. I like Dak Prescott. Like I really do. Mm-hmm. Um, 
He ain't Dak it, Prescott though. ain't Aaron Rodgers. No. And I think that Mike McCarthy benefited so much from having Aaron Rodgers. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. there's things that he can do that other people just can't do. There's places he can put the ball. There's ways he can't avoid pressure. Like, There's a reason why Phil Jackson only coached Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant. There's a reason why. We have no idea how good Phil Jackson is outside of playing with elite talent. And I've always said that. Mm-hmm. And people always looked at me like I was crazy and called me stupid. Mm-hmm. I said, no. I said, because look at it. When Jordan was like, I'm done, mm-hmm. all of a sudden you see that little bullshit clip of fucking uh, Phil Jackson on his motorcycle driving away. And then all of a sudden the Lakers drop opens up and you have Kobe, you have Shaq, and then all of a sudden you get Pau Gasol in. Like, come on, man. One seriously? of the biggest credits you have mm-hmm. to give Pop is making the playoffs two years straight after basically everybody was gone. Yeah. You know, with with Kawhi being hurt, with the big three being retired or old, still making the playoffs is was impressive. You know yeah. what I mean? And hey, I don't know if he's made it every single year he's been there. Yeah. I don't know if Mike McCarthy has straight. That. Like no. I don't know. Um, no. And then plus the the information we got a couple mm-hmm. months ago, like like I was telling some people at at a when we were at brunch a couple months ago and we were hanging out with a certain person and he was like, you know, yo, like I played under him, you know, when I was on the Saints. You know, back back in the day mm-hmm. when he was the OC, and he's the kind of guy that he's gonna want to run the offense. He wants to, no matter the personnel. You could, he could have the personnel for like spread offense, but he's gonna want to say, "Well, fuck it, I want to run slot T." But you know, yeah. you have receivers that can catch and can run, and yet let's only put one receiver out there at a time. Like, yeah, you know, he's gonna do what he wants to do, which is. So he got hired. Yeah. Um. After they apparently interviewed Marvin Lewis. He got hired as a head coach. The Patriots special teams coordinator got hired as a hel- as a head coach. Receiver slash, yeah. Matt Rule from Baylor, who had like a good year, um, got hired as a head coach. Mm-hmm. Um, where the black coaches at, man? We got three of them. Well, one just got hired at uh, 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 Sam Houston High School in San Antonio. <laughs> I think my larger point is, you know, know. The, the Rooney Rule was kind of put in place. Where are the Mexican coaches? That's what I want to know, God damn it. Well, we have I'm one. still here. We have one. Yeah, he doesn't count. Ron Rivera doesn't count? No. He's in Carolina. We don't hang out in Carolina. <laughs> okay. No, I'm just kidding. So, no, he counts. Which I think is good for Washington. Um, I think he's a good hire because he brought in um, – gosh, I forget the defensive coordinator's name. But, uh, yeah, like they, they're going to fix some things there. I don't know when they'll be good, but it'll be – They took away ping pong already. Good. <laughs> they um yeah they'll be good um I think getting a damn third down stop has been the biggest problem in Washington for about four years so hopefully that's rectified. Oh, getting a win um, has been a problem just for years. Uh, yeah, for them. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that's true. Mm-hmm. So the Rooney Rule was instituted because they were like, "Hey, owner Rooney, we're gonna sue you." If you don't start interviewing black people. And they were immediately like, okay, let's make a rule. Because who knows what they were going to find in their hiring process. Like, with all that said, we're still getting black coaches, man. They're they're giving out token interviews. Mm -hmm. And people aren't getting hired. My thing is this. And this point has been made by people way smarter than me. But head coaching is a crapshoot. You know? Like, if you think about it. How many head coaches, how many owners are satisfied with their head coach at the end of each year? Definitely one, maybe two, possibly four. Mm. You know, like winning the Super Bowl, of course. Making the Super Bowl, of course. I mean, oh, great. But Robert Kraft has always been happy for many years. Well, but Because they yeah. always win. But that's yeah, my that's point. What I'm saying, yeah. That's why I say there's one guaranteed that's a Super Bowl winner. 
there's two probably that's making the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. four possibly that's making it to the championship game. I would and say then, the Ravens owner's probably been content for a while. I sure, say content. But making the playoffs yeah. a lot. But 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 th- my point is this. It's not the same coach it's not the same owner every year, rarely, right? True. Outside of the Patriots. Yeah. So why not take a chance on a black coach? Why not take a chance on a Hispanic coach? Because what's the worst that can happen? You probably wasn't gonna win shit no way. You feel me? So the same thing's happening in wrestling right now. Um, in that they don't have black people in management. And this thing happened, Peanut. Not just management, but let's talk players too. Okay. This thing happened and it kind of answered a question that needed answering. You remember a couple months ago when uh, that account Black Rexcellence made like a list of the top 250 black wrestlers that weren't signed? Mm-hmm. Um, and it was actually two, two, top 250 black wrestlers. Okay. And like 150 of them were not signed by a major company. Because people always asked, well, if you want a major company to sign one of these wrestlers, then who? Like, who should they pick from? Like, who's good enough? And my thing was always, that's a stupid question. Because when you ask that, you're assuming that every white person who works in wrestling is good enough. When we know they're not good enough. Like, when we can point to bad wrestlers. So Pretty much 75% of their roster right now. The only way bad. we ever get to actual equality is when mediocre black people get to succeed. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's the only time. Or Mexicans. Time. Or anybody. Any minority. We should get to be regular as hell and, and still get the same still, privileges yep. mm-hmm. that regular as white people get. That's yeah. all we want. I, I, I've always... The idea of the rule because you know that minority candidate, candidates, I'm sorry, they're not getting a fair shake. Like, they're being brought in there. I, I can almost guarantee you that interview uh, doesn't even last an hour. Yeah, I mean, and, and I also hate the idea of the rule, but what I actually hate is racism. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and I'm it, sure you're saying the same yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, I hate that we have to force people. Yeah, and not to only, like acknowledge that they're doing something wrong. And I, I, I've always, I've always said, if if the NFL or these leagues, if they actually take the shit serious like they say they do, then how many teams in the NFL? Thirty two, right? Yes. Okay, sixteen of those head coaching jobs must be assigned to minorities. Hmm. 16, 16 is a lot. 16 teams must be owned by a minority or a minority group. No shit. Um, that, when, when that happens, yeah. I feel like that's when, you know what, okay, now we can kind of see how this shit works. Put your money where your mouth is. People would burn down the stadiums. And be, and, and I, I, <laughs> They would burn and down I, the stadiums. I, I feel like owners should also be held accountable for their teams as far as like, hey, if you're not – Selling out games, you know, just kind of like, you know, with coaches, if you don't win enough games, you get fired. Hey, if you're not selling out enough games, you get thrown out. You're done. Like, if we're being real, if we want to fix real problems, 16 of the teams must be owned by a minority or a minority group. Mm-hmm. And 16 teams must be head coaches of a mi- of minorities. That That's how that's when you'll get real change. Until then, we rule. It's... It's not really going to solve anything. I think that... Because no one's getting a fair shake out of it. Whether or not somebody would agree with your idea, mm-hmm. I think that the idea of 68% of the league being black and 9% of the coaches being black. Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't acknowledge that the discrepancy exists, then there's a problem with you. And if you don't try to dive into why, um, you know, 
then, then you don't care, so stay out of the conversation. Because it's evident. Like, yeah. it's there. Like, it, you can't, and I mean, it, are real. Yeah, and it's almost kind of like, um, kind of like in my school district. Over three quarters of the population is Hispanic. Mm-hmm. We maybe have about 10% Hispanic teachers, if that. And Got to work on that, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, and like I said, we've gone over the data. Like, we know it. They even hired somebody to kind of help oversee shit, but we're still not getting the candidates mm-hmm. that we need that, you know, can actually relate to our student body. So let's flip this on its head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's go from from black and Latino excellence mm-hmm. to white mediocrity. Okay. <laughs> Alex Caruso. Ooh. 6'5", 186, 20, 25 years old. Okay. Uh, went to A&M Consolidated, which we're familiar with. Grew up in College Station. With the terrible hairline. Whose nickname is the Bald Mama, the Bald Mamba, and the Bald Eagle. Averages 5.6 points a game. Mm-hmm. Two rebounds a game. Mm-hmm. Under two assists a game. So he's a ball hog, okay. At the time of the first all-star vote tally, he had 500 30,000 all-star votes. Who the fuck is voting for him? Let's see. Alex Caruso is a Los Angeles Laker. Mm-hmm. Top team in the league. Mm-hmm. Most popular player in the league is his, is his uh, teammate, right? Mm-hmm. He can jump really high. Gets a dunk every couple of games, I guess, that looks really good. Um. So, with all those things said... He has 530,000 all-star votes. Now. Did Chris Mim ever? Uh, no, no, no. Don't even do Chris did Mim. Did Mark Madsen? That's, see, that's not fair. Don't do Chris Mim. Okay. Oh, no. He was a great college player. Whoa, 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 whoa. Chris Mim was great in college. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. And he had a couple good seasons in the NBA. There's a guy mm-hmm. who in the 9-10 season. Okay. This is when the Lakers won the championship, 2010, right? All right. Who averaged eight points a game, uh, eight points and two rebounds a game. Never even sniffed an all-star appearance. His name's Shannon Brown. Shannon Brown used to jump out the gym in those L.A. games. Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, he was a decent player. Yeah, mm-hmm. Average three more points a game mm-hmm. um, and never sniffed an all-star game. What's the difference? And Kobe Bryant was his best player. What's the difference between Shannon Brown and Alex Caruso? Other than their hairlines. Their skin color. We got to stop celebrating white mediocrity, man. When, when that kid was on the sidelines of a uh, Denver game, sit, rapping to Young Jeezy, and everybody was like, oh, this is amazing. Why? Because he knows the words to a song he grew up on. That's amazing. That's cool. What's the cool part of that? He not Eminem. He didn't write that down. <laughs> but yeah. Because pe- people love lip service for whatever reason. Like They, people, they love lip syncing. No, no, people love white people doing things that are established as black and cool is what they love. True. They That's love true. that. That's true. They love giving out hood passes and saying you can come to the barbecue. I hate all that shit. <laughs> and why do I hate it? Because you don't get to be a regular black person 
and get the same things awarded to you. You don't get to just because you go and buy you go to buckle and buy out the whole store don't mean your credit goes up. It's true. And it don't mean you can get to the club faster than nobody. Did you see that video um, of the guys trying to get in the club? And he was hey. like, no, nah, they can't get in with them shoes. Oh, I got more shoes in the car. Oh, you can't get in with them jeans. Oh, these jeans come off. I got slacks on underneath. Oh, you're going to need a uh, haircut. Oh, my barber came with me. He ultimately had to be like, oh, you're black. That's what it is. Yeah. Like, we, we got to stop hyping up white folks. Shout out Wonder Bar. Stuff. Like, because guess what? Wonder Bar Saturday if nights. Alex Caruso walks in front of the club. Looking like Alex Caruso, he's getting into a bunch of places Shannon Brown ain't getting into. Yeah, that's true. Okay. He could have been dressed like so that one time at Wonder Bar when uh that the the door guy was was hassling that guy with his fucking Jordans <laughs> and you know he was dressed nice. And then the guy the guy behind him in a plain faded polos and some, you know, cargo shorts from Vietnam and shit, and some literally some five dollar sandals from a uh Walmart got it no problem. Slid right the hell in. Yeah, and I was just like, you gotta be shitting me. I remember we witnessed that, and I was like, you gotta be shitting me. Shout out one of our Saturday nights. And it's funny that they don't give anybody shit on Sunday because they know the vibe Sunday afternoon for brunch. They know they know uh majority of the clientele that hits up brunch on Sunday. Oh wait. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that was that was what that is. Yeah. Alex fucking Caruso, the yeah. bald spot. So, so let's just stay on this topic. All right, how people are being treated. We are running one today. Yeah, we are, and not even a train. Prince Harry, Meghan Markle. Oh yeah. Prince Harry got up and said, "Look, we good. We gonna take some time. We gonna spend half our time running our business." And half our time doing this royal stuff. But we got to, we got to step back. And people were so mad at Meghan Markle for saying she's pulling him away from the royal family. Like, first of all, I don't give a fuck about the royal family. Yeah, exactly. If niggas ain't real. Niggas don't even wear real crowns no more. Ain't no jewels in them shits. <laughs> the robes don't touch the ground. There's They're no guillotine the out there cutting somebody's head off and shit. So... I'm trying to explain this the right way. Mm-hmm. Print, they killed his mama. I didn't understand what people were saying when oh, I was I a did. kid. Yeah. When they said like. Oh, I found out eventually yeah, I got older. So but that's when I learned what paparazzi was. Mm-hmm. Right. And that they, they chase you down. And they want every moment of your time. And mm-hmm. they got you swerving in and out of traffic and jumping car to car trying to get a little bit of privacy. Mm-hmm. Yo, I feel like he just don't want that to happen to his family. Like. Even, and I'm not saying literally get you into a position where you get into a crazy car accident. That's not what I'm saying. But, yeah. like, why let this break somebody you care about if you don't need it? We got our money over here. We can do our work over here. We don't got to be around y'all. So y'all can't hound us. Why does that bother people so much that you can't get a part of their lives? Like, people are so fucking thirsty. Now, I will say this. I want to switch it up real quick. Let's Because I think we've talked about that topic. Mm-hmm. You know what annoys me? What? When people, like, when, like, a girl will post a picture on Instagram, and it'll be, like, her posing, but then she'll put, like, her hand in her man's face so you can't see him. Yeah, but just protecting myself so you bitches can't see my man. Like, all that kind of shit. Just don't post a picture. Yeah, you look corny as fuck you out look there. super corny. Mm-hmm. It's not you protecting yourself or your feelings. That's alluding to something. That's begging people to dig and see your information. 
know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But that's not what he's doing. He's like, yo. At the end of the day, no one cares who's yeah, dating. We're going to be over here. Mm-hmm. Y'all going to be over here. We're going to come say hi every now and again. It's cool. I don't see why that upsets anybody other no, there's, than. There's nothing wrong with that. You don't want people to have privacy, and you don't want black people to make it. Because yeah. they want to talk about nobody white. They don't talk about his brother like that. You know what I'm saying? True, yeah. We're out there really wilding. Yeah, he is. Really wilding. Wild illegally wilding. Yeah, he's wild. But they don't talk about out. him like that. We're not on him like that. It's Harry trying to protect his family. Man, let that boy live. Yeah, like I said, like you, you talked about, he saw what happened to his mom, how the the royal family, they, they got they got her out of here because she was about to really fuck their world up. She was really about to fuck their whole world up with all the bullshit uh, that was going on. And so uh, that's why they got her out of here. Yeah. Yeah. So, you want to introduce this next topic? Um, talk about Lizzo and Jillian Michaels. Oh, oh man, yeah. So, I, I guess it was what some days ago, week ago, whatever. Uh, Jillian Michaels was uh, had an interview, and they brought up um, I, the interview. Whoever interviewed her, somehow the topic of Lizzo came up. This and this, and I guess like how, you know, how she, she's very confident, which, you know, is great. You know, you want to be confident about who you are. And Julia Michaels abruptly just cuts off the, the interview and is like, you know, why are we celebrating her body? Like, that's great that she's happy. Why, why are we not more focused on her music? Because here's the thing. It's not going to be fun or a good time for anybody when she gets diabetes. Which I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Like that's that's a pretty bold statement considering that people that in our stature, in mm-hmm. our build, we can get diabetes just as easily as well. I mean, yeah, I mean I see where she's coming from, but diabetes doesn't really stem from the way you're built. I know a lot of like people that, that I guess consider like, you know, overweight or obese don't are not diabetic. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of it has to do with um their genetics. A lot of it has to do with they're not as active, but they're not eating a bunch of bullshit. Like, I, I'm probably more likely to to get diabetes more than someone else because, yeah, I'll admit, I eat a lot of bullshit. You know? I, I still like to eat fucking McDoubles and shit like that. You know? I, I still like to eat Hot Pockets. Okay? Reese's uh, Reese's Puff Cereal. Love it. Okay? And, and so it, it upset a lot of people. I know Lizard responded, but I, I don't know. Exa- I, I didn't get to see exactly what was said, but I know a lot of people came, kind of came for uh, um, Jillian Michaels, you know, basically saying like, you know, mind your fucking business, you know, stop fat shaming, you know, stuff like that. Mm. How do you feel about that? Jillian Michaels' job is to fat shame you into giving her money. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's literally how I feel about it. Like, that's her brand. That's how she lives, and so mm. I think that's what she did. Like. I think that how do I feel about it? How do I feel about it? I mean, I, I feel she does have a point that you know you should be more focused on her music than her image than anything because I mean she's an artist. Here's why I disagree. Okay. I think that like we're in this wave of really good dark skin R&B singers. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. And we didn't always have that. You know, and so when somebody got on Twitter and said Ari Lennox looks like a Rottweiler, (laughs) which is funny to compare anybody to a Rottweiler. I'm sorry, it is. But Ari Lennox (laughs) immediately was like, yo, like, 
I have to deal with stuff like this, and this is anti-black, and this is against black women. I was like, yo, I sat sat back and didn't say nothing about it, Mm -hmm. but I understand where she's coming from in that. Mm -hmm. So to me, it's kind of like we do need to celebrate different looks and body types, especially amongst black women, because they're so often shamed or ripped off. Mm-hmm. That I okay. get. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes but sense. I also think that um, you don't ask a health promoter to comment on a large woman entertainer. Like, I think you avoid that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you're not going, they're not going to let David Duke write uh, an iTunes review for us. <laughs> Nobody's going to go ask him to do that. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I think you have to know your audience. Um, and she was not the proper audience for that. You know what I mean? Um, I remember this one girl posted about we need to promote fitness and it was her with like crazy abs. There were a bunch of fit women in there like, yo, I was not healthy when I had abs. Like that was unhealthy for me. I'm way healthier by every measure looking like I look in this picture, you know? So again, that's the biggest thing to me. Mm -hmm. You don't ask everybody everything. (laughs) Don't ask Jillian Michaels about your favorite uh, fried chicken recipe. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, don't do that. My mom wouldn't uh give me her fried chicken recipe what why not i told her who was cooking it that's all i got <laughs> it's not even a long story it's, it's it's jokes guys it's jokes how long ago was this um the think of today <laughs> oh but she didn't yeah. actually have a recipe but the jokes were flying yeah my mom don't use no damn recipe she figures it out you know what i'm saying but it was very funny that's funny as hell um, yeah. <laughs> um Oh, and speaking of fried chicken, mm-hmm. did you see uh, Family Feud UK? No. Okay, so it's like the first question, and this this white it's in the UK. White lady, white guy, get up there. <laughs> they come to the podium. The guy asks them. Uh, it's only one answer, right? Mm-hmm. What is Popeye's favorite food? <laughs> this this bitch, this bitch slammed the buzzer. Chicken. <laughs> And they looked at her crazy. And the other guy was like, spinach. And he was like, yeah, spinach. <laughs> you chicken sandwiches got the game fucked up. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I guess uh, that I still bl- I still say you're responsible for that. I know someone put like some article that some media director uh, person. No. It's Cameron. It's Cameron Hawkins. No one give a fuck about what, what, what that. What, I mean, she did a great job, I'm sure. But she wasn't out here. She didn't get no sandwiches sold. Okay. That, that um you know basically uh what is it what she didn't draw a dime she didn't draw a dime in this wrestling terms Cam- cameron drew, drew thousands chicken, of dollars the, the chicken dimes yes oh boy chicken dimes. Um, that's a good episode name there's other stuff that we can talk about another time nothing's mm-hmm. pressing yeah. um so the last thing i want to say i haven't told you this i like to surprise you okay um so our schedule in february is kind of crazy um we didn't want to do anything big the first weekend of February because that's Super Bowl weekend. Mm-hmm. We didn't want to do anything big the following weekend because our buddy Joe Anderson Jr. is having his latest installment of the Mahogany Project. That's on the 8th. I know. Oh. That's the following weekend. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm he, Joe, Joe's doing that, so we want to go out and support that. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. I need not, to get my ticket. I'm going to get my third goddamn drink this time. We definitely don't want to bring people... Outside of their normal space, Valentine's weekend. We know how important that is for a lot of None people. None of y'all get, you know what? Just I'm going to San Antonio the weekend, by the way. Um, <laughs> why is that funny? Don't, that's not funny. 
You're insinuating things. It's funny for many reasons. No, I'm going to keep my mouth shut I'm over. Doing, um, no, I'm doing um, promo for a wrestling company on Oh yeah, I want to yeah, do on that, that Sunday. Maybe. Um, yeah, you can go. I'm I'll do the recording on, of the video. You just talk and do I'm all doing that shit. on Sunday for reasons. I won't yes. be going to San Antonio until Saturday. Um, <laughs> but so, no, Valentine's weekend, we didn't want to, to jam you guys up. So, mm-hmm. the following weekend, February the 21st, mm-hmm. the South Congress podcast, episode 100, oh. live at the Texas Toy Museum. Oh, nice. The yeah, letters go so, back. They are. Awesome. Um, so, yeah, you, we're going to do that a bit different. Like, I didn't, I was being stubborn and didn't want to do a Facebook invite, but I still realize how important Facebook invites are to some people. Mm-hmm. And luckily, it's not going to be the weekend that everybody's having a Christmas party. So, I expect our good attendance to turn into great attendance. Um, it's going to be a different format than what we did last time. I need to start hitting up some people right now. Yeah. So, episode 100. So, that also means. There's probably going to be a week or two between now and then, guys, that you're not getting a regular episode uh, because we want to make episode 100 feel special. Instead, you'll get a 10-minute rambling from me. <laughs> Maybe we'll let Peanut do some some specific mic work. Maybe. We'll, we'll call it dead air. But technically, the 13th will be 96, so 96. 97, 98. Yeah, we're going to have to push back probably two episodes. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'll we'll definitely ramble out. for yeah, 10 and minutes. And there are some other things that I want to do. Um, people we might interview. Some people have been talking about doing perspective shows. Maybe we'll throw one of those out on a Monday. But until then, um, follow us on social media. I'm at Seahawk, C E E H A W K. That's going to be on Twitter and Instagram. Where can they follow you on social media, sir? Uh, Twitter, SK underscore Peanut, P-E-A-N-U-T, and what the hell is my Instagram again? I haven't really used it in a while. SK, or, or no, Coach it's not. underscore. Yes, Tristan. yeah, Coach underscore Tristan, T-R-I-S-T-A-N. Hit me up, especially those of y'all that ever have complaints about me. Don't don't put them to Cameron. That's, that's such a cowardly thing to do. Hit me up, okay? So I'll, I'll take care of it, you know. You're probably not going to like what I got to tell you, but it is what it is. All questions, comments, and concerns um, can be addressed at southcongress at gmail.com. Of course, southcongress with a K, southcongress at gmail.com. Please, wherever you review podcasts, give Mm -hmm. us a five-star review. Four stars is like, five stars is love. It's the South Congress Podcast, episode 96. My name is Cameron. I'm Peanut. And once again, guys, a happy new year to you. And we're out. Bye. Get pussy. Want to support the show? Want a specific topic, comment, show, or movie discussed? Supporting the South Congress podcast on Patreon allows you to dictate the conversation. Visit patreon.com slash Seahawk for details on how you can support and guide the show. 